Hello, my friends. I'm Kira Misi, and this is my podcast, Finding Rainbows, on an ordinary day where we dive into the ordinary looking for the extraordinary. Because, well, life is hard, but if you look close enough, you will find the rainbows. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome to November. How are we here already? I just, I just don't even know, but it delights me so to have you here along on this beautiful journey of autumn into winter and all the delights of the season. Speaking of seasons, I love to think of life as seasons. Now, at one point in time in my life, I didn't think of it like that, right? You leave home, you go after your dreams, and it's just go, 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 like I can't stop. How can I stop? I've got dreams. I've got goals. But at some point in time, life loves to come on and slap you in the face (laughs) and say, hold up. There's more to life than just going after one thing. You need to discover and learn and grow and be. And in that slap of life, reality, sometimes you learn that, ah, Life has seasons, just like nature. Like in the autumn, it's a time of introspectiveness and looking at the goals that we have set for ourselves, perhaps in January. Have we accomplished them yet? What sort of action did we implement to go after the things that we've been wanting to do this year, right? It's October. Well, no, it's November. (laughs) It is indeed November now, and here we are. What have we accomplished for ourselves this year? The tall and the small. Perhaps we just want it to be more patient. I love that about you. Or more loving or more open or set healthy boundaries for ourselves. Eat a little bit better. Move a little bit more. There's lots of things that we often set in January, and now we skip over to autumn, fall, Is it autumn or fall? This is always going to be my back and forth. I need to Google this. (laughs) Get back to me on it. But fall is a lovely, beautiful, wonderful time to sort of start the hibernation process of contemplating what our next move is and what have we accomplished so far this year. And then as we roll into winter, it's a wonderful time to hibernate, to enjoy, to be the fruit of our labor, of all the things that we've accomplished this year, it's time to celebrate and be and encourage our minds, especially once January comes, to start brainstorming. How do we want to present ourselves in the springtime? And then as spring comes and the first buds on the flowers, all those cherry blossoms on the trees, we can start implementing the action plan of the brainstorming and the hibernating time that we had in the winter. And then summer, well, we're full on doing all the things, right? We even take a little mini break during that time to reap and enjoy the fruits of our labor again and say, wow, we've really come far, that sort of mid-mark of summer. And then, like I said, here we are back in the fall thinking, well, what have I done so far and how much more would I like to do before I start hibernating again during the holidays? and enjoying everything that I've accomplished. So yes, life is about the different seasons. And recently I took a trip to New York City where I used to live and um, it was really, really magical. And let me say why it was so magic. Now I've been back to New York City 
a few times since I moved um, away from there about 24 years ago, coming this upcoming 2024. And so it's been a long time that I have been away, but I've also visited, like I said, back and forth. But all the times that I visited, probably the first few years that I had moved away, um, it was enjoyable, right? New York City is always fun and energetic and all the things, but I didn't really enjoy it because I had moved away, right? I was ready to move and do new and different things. And uh, that's exactly what I did by moving south, right? The north and the south are the same and different. <laughs> okay, they're not really the same. Uh, there's a lot of difference and it's really beautiful. They they each have their own um, special place in my heart growing up in the north and now living here in the south. And I've lived here now longer than I lived in the north. So uh, my children always joke that I'm the northern southerner or the no-so. They say I drive still pretty fast and that um, I can break into a line anywhere and somehow get myself up to the front. That's so northern of me. Um, and then southern, uh, well, I've chilled out a bit. Um, and that was a welcoming thing. I feel like it's kind of smoothed the edges of um, who I am in a really good way. But whether you're from the North or the South, you have my heart. And I think you're awesome just the way you are. This is just my specific journey that I'm talking about. So I was in New York this time, and this was the first time that I could see the full circle moment of my life. And it surprised me because I wasn't looking for it. We were in New York to be with my family because both of my parents are turning 80 in November. And here we are in November. And it's just such an exciting time. And uh, they literally are so young, um, looking and at heart. It's wild. So you say the big number 80, which is such a blessing. And at the same time, um, they literally, I think, are both just existing at age 45. <laughs> and so we went and we celebrated them and it was so wonderful. And um, so in all the celebrating and everything, I was not looking for the extra layer of feeling this full circle moment. But the first night we got into New York City, uh, I was running down um, the block because suddenly I just feel like you pick up your pace and you go, 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 and you just can't help yourself. You're swept into the energy wave that is the vibrancy and um, just amazingness of New York City. And so we're running down the um, sidewalk for uh, this specific pizza place we're looking for. And all of a sudden, because I'm so just zoned on, like, where's the pizza place? My oldest son says to me, Mom, is that Carnegie Hall? And there it was, right there, right across the street. And um, I had had the absolute pleasure of getting to perform at um, some amazing venues when I lived in New York City. Uh, I'm a professional singer, if you didn't read that in the bio. And... Um, yeah, there were some so many magical times in New York City and throughout my whole life, but New York is where my professional career started. So I got to sing at Carnegie Hall and Lincoln Center and um, uh, on Broadway at City Center and uh, do all kinds of shows. And it was just such a magical, amazing time. You know, I moved there when I was 19. So yeah, it was just so fun. And I was going to say eye-opening, but I was from New Jersey, so it wasn't so eye-opening. It was just like I was ready. Although 
caveat to that. Um, I grew up in the country in New Jersey, a tiny little town called Surgeonsville, which is just absolutely so beautiful and gorgeous and um, just full of cornfields and everything like that. So New York City was definitely different from where I grew up. But again, it was about an hour and a half from where I grew up. So we went there a lot growing up. So it wasn't uh, so eye-opening for me. It was just exciting. I just wanted to be there, knew this is the place to get started. And um, yeah, and and when I say that, that I knew it was the place to get started, well, that night, you know, when my son was like, didn't you sing at Carnegie Hall? And, and I was like, yes. And I told the boys this story before, both my boys. But it, they're at that age right now, 18 and 11 years old, that they can really see, um, you know, wow, mom did stuff. <laughs> like she doesn't just make the best spaghetti and meatballs and love us till the end of time. She like accomplished things. She did things. So it was super sweet because I don't, I don't actually look for that sort of um, validation <laughs> from my children because it's, I just don't. That's just not who I am. Um, I tell them these stories just so they know that they too can, you know, conquer the world however, however they want. But um, yeah, so it was really sweet. They were like, oh my gosh, was your poster there? And I was like, yeah, it was so cool. And it was just amazing. So in that moment was the first little drop of um, glitter, I felt like, or glimmer in the day that made me say, oh my gosh, yeah, I did that. And that's amazing. And I was suddenly filled with a rush of all the good, right? None of the bad, right? Because there's always good and bad wherever you live and whatever you're doing. And, you know, I was, um, I think, you know, whatever job you have, you know, show business is full of um, rejection in a way because, you know, you're always auditioning for another job, another job. But I think in any career, in any job, there's rejection, you know, and, and people say, get a thick skin and you got to, you know, go after the things. So there was that while I was there. And sometimes it was tough and sometimes it was easy and sometimes it was amazing. But that night when my son said, mom, didn't you perform there at Carnegie Hall? I didn't see any of the bad, <laughs> only the good. I just felt like, wow, look what I've done. That's pretty darn cool. And, uh, from there, we, uh, we made our way down to Times Square, which is always so fun. All the bright lights and it was just magnificent. And, uh, it just brought all of the feels, as they say, back to my heart. And the full circle moment was that I've often said when people ask me why I started, uh, the podcast was this podcast is truly a culmination of all those experiences from growing up singing to uh, getting in the entertainment business and singing professionally for the first time in New York City to uh, moving to Atlanta, Georgia and continuing to sing and um, the ebbs and flows of all of that. Uh, I won't go through all the details, but there was a point when I was in a band and we were uh, performing in Nashville and we ended up going back to New York City uh, to perform at CBGB's for a uh, that big famous club uh, to see if we could get a record deal. I mean, life is wild, right? There's so much in between with all of that. And when I decided to do this podcast, it was for you. It really was for you because my whole life, just like your own, has been a journey 
of the cliche ups and downs and of the triumphs and the trials, the tribulations and the amazing moments. And I've always gone through those things with a glimmer of hope, more than a glimmer of hope, a real chutzpah about me that has always been like, I'm not going to take no for an answer and I'm just going to try to do what I want to do. And that's how what I was always like. And that's what I'm still like to this day. You know, when someone closes a door, I'm always looking for the window. When someone says no, I feel like, okay, we're about to have a conversation. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because no means, hmm, maybe you're scared. Maybe you don't quite understand. Or maybe this no means I should move over to this person over here that's going to say yes. So, that full circle moment that I felt in New York City was something I wanted to share with you, okay? Because I just turned um, 48 years old. I don't know if you know how old I am. Um, and I think it's important for you to know because so many people put an age on their dreams and their goals and the things that they want to do. And I really know in my heart that that is the absolute worst dream killer that you can do for yourself. Nobody knows your age. I mean, I just told you mine because I don't care. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I'm 48 years old and I have a lot of wonderful goals that I've accomplished in my life. A lot of things that were more than being in the entertainment industry, more than being a singer, you know, starting a family, uh, marrying my husband, um, cultivating beautiful relationships with girlfriends, um, learning to cook. Gosh, y'all, if you follow my Instagram, you probably think I've been cooking forever. I mean, at this point, it has been a long time, probably like 20 something years, but Oh, no, sir, could I cook before? No, no, I couldn't at all. Uh, I knew how to make the uh, cheeseburger pie on the back of the Bisquick box. I don't even know if they have the recipe on there anymore. Uh, and yeah, so there have been so many seasons. That's right. We're going to go back to seasons. There have been so many seasons in my life that have sometimes just been that one thing just singing, right? And then sometimes it was just having a baby, which is never just having a baby. If you are raising your beautiful children right now, you know it's never a just. It's a lot of work. It's actually a lot of adjusting <laughs> to learning all of the things that need to be done uh, for your sweet children. So there are so many seasons in our life, and I want you to know that what I saw when I was in New York City was, wow, I feel very accomplished. And I haven't always felt always always felt super accomplished. I think we do that to ourselves all the time. You just want the next thing. You want to go after the next thing. Or one thing didn't work out, so now you're on to the next. Or you wallow in the self-pity of something not working out for a while. And you don't realize that each of these beautiful, miraculous experiences are building onto another to make you even more you. The you that was you that was born. Ah, yes. I love to speak in Dr. Seuss riddles, but yes, the you that was always, that has always been you from the day you were born, that has been tossed and turned and good things have happened and bad things have happened and everything's been upside down and sometimes it's right side up and all of that. As you grow, as you do, as you keep moving forward, as you keep bringing action into your life for the dreams that you want, 
right? You can believe and believe and believe all you want, but you've got to put action into those dreams. One little step each and every day, especially when things feel overwhelming. You know me, I make a list and it's one thing, one thing at a time. Sometimes I even give myself a time limit, like you got to do this in 20 minutes so that I'll stay focused, right? Because yes, we can all get distracted, squirrel. (laughs) So my friends, think about it. Think of those seasons in your life, that time, like when you first brought your baby home from the hospital and it was a quiet time and and you wondered if you were doing everything right and you just knew that you had to love them all, all that you could. And then they grew up and then suddenly you're in another season where, how about me? One of mine is off to college and you wonder, okay, he doesn't need me as much now, which, okay, I, I've done a, a great job, I suppose, because he's quite independent. And then you have a little more free time. And then you wonder, wait, what do I do with this free time? Right? And so it's another season to explore and grow and do. And there's so many beautiful seasons. That's just a, you know, example. But like I said, the season when I learned how to cook, I mean, that came about because there was no Uber Eats when I moved to the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia, and was like, okay, um, <laughs> what do I do? How do I cook? What are we going to eat? Like, I couldn't just live on Triscuits and cheese forever. I mean, I felt like I could. Um, I don't think my husband could have. <laughs> So we learned to cook together and that was another season of our lives. So my friends, whatever season you're in right now, it might be spring for you, the emotional season in your heart and everything is blossoming and you're going and you're doing, you might be in a winter season right now where life is about brainstorming. It's a little quiet, a quietness before You leap and do the things that you want. Or maybe it's summer and you're reaping the awards of everything that you've done and you're enjoying yourself. Or maybe it's fall. Like for me, it is fall, right? (laughs) In the world. But also, it's a fall moment for me right now where I am in the midst of looking back at what I have accomplished this year and what more I want to accomplish before December 31st comes. You, my friend, can do the same. Each and every moment of our lives is a season. Enjoy it while you're there because nothing lasts forever. You know this and it's not meant to say this for it to be sad. It's meant to say this so that you see that whatever moment you're in right now, relish it, enjoy it. And if your heart is stirring for more, allow it to brainstorm, allow it to dream because that time, that season is coming when you can go and you can capture those dreams on the day that you decide today's the day I'm going to start. So my beautiful friends, as you go out there today, being the light, being the love that the world needs, remember your dreams and your goals are there right now waiting for you. Age is nothing but a number. Years on your life brings experience and every moment that you relish in your dreams and your goals, the triumphs and the trials all connect into a full circle moment. And you'll have many of these full circle moments throughout your life. And I'll tell you, 
when they come to you, like recently came to me in New York City, you're gonna feel so good because you were open to the thought that, wow, I've accomplished a lot and I only have more dreams to follow. So my beautiful friends, create your own rainbows every day. And remember, the rainbows, well, they're all around you. You just have to open up your heart to see them. I'll see you next time. Well, in just a few weeks, we are switching gears from NYC to LA. That's right, Melanie Thomas, design interior artist from LA, featured in Architectural Digest, Better Homes and Gardens, and the Zoe Report and Real Homes will be here. She is dynamic and exciting and fun and joyful, and so are her designs. If you ever wondered, how do I get started on doing all the things that I've ever wanted to do that are on my heart, but I feel a little scared, but I've been brainstorming a lot, but I need to get started, this is the interview you've been waiting for. So, catch Melanie Thomas, interior design artist, on November 21st. She'll be here on The Rainbow. Friends, now till the end of December, I have made a huge price break on my life coaching sessions just for you. It's a thank you for all of the amazing moments we have shared over the last two years. That's right, December 7th is our two-year anniversary, and I don't want you to go through one more year wondering, can I capture my dreams? How do I do that? I wanna get organized to do all the things how do I create a life I love? Well, I am here to help you with just that. So go on over to the show notes today and click on the link to schedule your free consultation to see if life coaching is for you. Spoiler alert, it's for all of us. Who doesn't want to create a life you love? And from there, we can get you started on a free action plan to get you started on your dreams. What are we going to do? We're going to get started. We're going to get started. We're going to get started. What are you waiting for? Let's create a life you love. Well, my friends, that's my podcast. I hope I gave you a little light in your heart, a little song in your soul, and a whole lot of love because you are amazing. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows on an Ordinary Day. Meet me on my Instagram page at Finding Rainbows, the podcast, where you'll find more inspiration to feed your soul. And while you're there, join my Rainbow Connection. It's an insider's club where you'll receive inspirational quotes to your inbox each week from me and VIP opportunities, giveaways, I love a freebie, live webinars, and so much more. Remember, you are a light to this world. Shine bright, my friends. I'll see you next time on Finding Rainbows.